You are listening to a podcast of the Geek.io Media Network. For all of our shows and more, visit geek-io.net. And to help support the network, head over to Patreon. Hello, gentle listener. While Geek.io holds its talent to the highest standards, what follows will likely involve the sort of language usually reserved for sailors on leave. If you're of a delicate disposition, then perhaps you would consider a different podcast. Spoilers. Here on this floor, we like to spoil you rotten. And as such, we take an in-depth look at the shows we cover, potentially spoiling any plot points up to and including the episode featured. If you haven't watched what we're discussing this week, and spoilers are an issue for you, you may want to come back later. It always helps when I turn down the correct input. Hello and welcome! Oh my goodness, it's been two weeks and been too long for the small screen spoiler show, episode number 68. Of course, I am CJ, no cal... Yep, take two. I am CJ, no cow killing stories at dinner boat. And that man over there with the adorable giggles is, of course, Jared Poor Frisky as a veto. Poor Frisky. Is that the cow you killed? Probably. <laughs> With the hammer. With the hammer right between the eyes. <clears throat> now there's just a bolt gun. And anyone can do it. Any monkey with a thumb can do it. <laughs> <laughs> eh, not even close in the accent, but that's okay. Whatever, neither one of us is doing it. More I, of I that later. I do a pretty decent Russian ass- accent on the, uh, on the mana pool. My uh, dwarven, my dwarven uh, barkeep. Uh... <clears throat> And of course, third chair, never backing down, never surrendering, is of course Daryl. They did not just go and use the Bible against me, Shaler. Hi, Daryl. Oh, wait. Hello in the future, Daryl. From the past. Hello, indeed. So, what are we talking about today? Well, today, since we didn't here last week, we're going to double up. We're going to do two Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Season 4, Episode 20, Goodbye, Cruel cruel World. Season 4, Episode 21, The Return. Better Call Saul, Season 3, Episode 4, Sabrosito. Season 3, Episode 5, Chicanery, which is my new favorite word. Right? (laughs) The premiere of our new show that we're going to give three or maybe more reviews, episode reviews, uh, American Gods. American Gods. Season 1, Episode 1, the, Bo- the Bone Orchard. And Season 1, Episode 2, The Secret of Spoons. Spoon! Spoons! It's good to know that we can't go too far without having a show that has absolutely nothing to do with the titles. Indeed. What? I mean, we skip, uh, we, we go from Iron Fist to American Gods because, I mean, Bone Orchard, I kind of get that one, but The, the Secret of Spoons... Yeah, I don't have no idea what that's referencing, and I just watched makes, that episode a couple days ago. No sense. So good on you for continuing the legacy of show titles that have absolutely <laughs> nothing to do with the actual shows. And the Bone Orchard made sense. That was his dream. It was yeah. He was in the orchard filled with bones, but Secret of Spoons. Yeah, what are they I don't referencing? know. I have no idea what they're referencing. I don't know. But we're and uh, we have some because uh, the main three networks did a uh, did their upfronts this last week. So uh, we also have a good amount of news on the back end. Yeah, but before we get too far into that, and before we listen to Third Chair Gogo, let's take a quick break 
from our sponsors. And welcome back. If you want an ad-free experience, make sure you tune in to us live Mondays, 10 p.m. Eastern over geek-io.net slash live. All right. So then, it is time for the death return of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Bum, bada, bum. Uh, we're, I'm just going to go ahead and play both of Daryl's intros and snarkily comment over both of them as I'm playing them. So here we go. Feels goodbye, cruel matrix. I wish Agents of Shield could be more consistently good, you know. This week, we spend some time in the real world and discover that Quake and Simmons have been slowly dying from hunger and dehydration because no one thought to hook them up to an IV drip or something. In the matrix, Simmons confronts Fitz's dad, thanks to Hydra not changing network passwords when Legend defects, and he's <laughs> shot dead in a weird phone call death that suggests the writer only read half of that trope and didn't realize that there should be some ambiguity over exactly who died. But it's really about how the team gets out of the Matrix, through an awesome pool of molten metal, it seems, because Madame Hydra is pretty badass. And through a pretty cool action sequence, the team escapes, including Fitz, who didn't get to redeem himself inside the Matrix. In a pretty interesting move but not including Mac, who chose to stay inside the Matrix for a spin-off show. It's a My Two Dad-style sitcom where he and Trip raise hope together. Luckily, <laughs> though, we now have a fully functional Fifth Element-style human body 3D printer, which Madame Hydra uses to go full Viper, complete with teleportation powers. Hopefully this new Lazarus pit sticks around long enough to bring hope to life so they can pull Mac out of the Matrix against his will, but have her waiting there with her fingers on our heartstrings. And next episode. That's probably about right. Yeah, Agents much. of S.H.I.E.L.D., Return of the Thing. Coulson has enough money in his special effects budget to use his arm shield this week. Only once, of course, which is a shame because it might have come in handy when a giant crazy Russian robot was trying to kill him with a pipe. After the realization that Terminator has been busy making multiple Russian cyborg supermen, Coulson gives an amazing recap of the bits May missed, without being entirely honest about some of Robin May's actions. They use a poor man's super soldier serum to take out some Terminators and escape. Meanwhile, Leophilia, Sai, is focusing on making Madame Pinocchio do some good now that there are no strings on her. And she even saves Mac, while proving that very little of the hardware or power supply used to get into the Matrix is actually needed, as he's moved to just the glowing disco tiara. Of course, Leophilia are captured and naturally placed in the same cell as each other because Simmons likes torturing herself and secretly wants the former murder bot to kill her beloved Fitz. Luckily for the romance, Fitz only has room in his heart for Simmons. Unfortunately, this also sends Madame Pinocchio on a murderous sex rampage. Oh, and Ghost Rider is back, looking like they changed the skull, perhaps? And General Petrelli got to call Yo-Yo Speedy Gonzalez when I was denied using that nickname. Probably for the best, now that I think about it. <laughs> yes, definitely for the best. Yeah, uh, let, leave the racism up to the racist there, Daryl. It's all right. You, you'll be right. <laughs> oh, boy. Good oh boy. Oh boy. All right. Get out of the Matrix. Yeah. And then, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, we're going to remember everything. Dang yeah. it. Uh, which we kind of nailed. We we called that one out several episodes ago. Oh, yeah. We knew that. Yeah. Because there were several several episodes left, and they weren't going to stay in the Matrix the whole time. Yeah. Said, uh, sheesh, with the name of Goodbye, Cruel World, I wonder what's going to happen in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> title is a spoiler? Spoiler titles is spoilering? Yeah, I'm gonna guess. No, it's fine. Yeah, uh, ten days is a lot of time for nobody to have food or water or anything like that. They were in there for ten days. Yeah, 
that caught mm. me hard when they're like, hey, 10 days ago, we're going to hook everybody up to the thing. And I'm like, dear God. <laughs> they must have been pumping something into him. There's no way. Had to be, but I mean, still. Um, all right. They tried real hard in these last two episodes to get us attached to Agent Extras 1, 2, and Pixie Cut. Yeah, yeah. And um, I like Agent Pixie Cut. She's cute and pretty cool. Yeah, uh, she's all right. Still has no name, so she's probably not going to live. But, she you know. She name. is like Horatio Pixie or cut. something. <laughs> Pixie Cut. Agent, Agent Carl, Carla <laughs> Grande. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Agent Schnoz is alright too. Yeah, Agent Schnoz is Agent Schnoz is pretty good and Agent other Agent Third Black Man is alright, pretty good. <laughs> and Agent Third Black Man, yes. <laughs> I'm I'm enjoying our red shirts. Yes. I do enjoy it when they give the red shirts personality, especially in a weeding joint where you know they're not going to live. Yeah, but it's yeah. fun getting kind of attached to the red shirts. Yeah, they give you a few episodes to get to know them before they murder them terribly. Yeah. And two out of the three is already dead, and I'm just waiting for uh, Agent Pixie Cut to drop it. Yeah, yeah. They may give her an, a, a noble sacrifice or something. Yeah. Make her die, like, sacrifice, like saving her from, or saving, like... Saving Yo-Yo Yeah, Yo-Yo from uh, Nightcrawler Super Inhuman. Oh, yeah, yeah. The super scroll of Inhumans, if you will. Um, Everyone listen to Fitz. Yeah, everybody. He stopped. Just shut up and listen to Fitz. Run. You know what the hell he's talking about. Get away. Like, don't um, leave him behind. He's dead now. Yeah. What do you mean? He shot her like 30 times. She can't be stopped. I'm kind of curious as to which Inhumans they were studying. Obviously, one of them is Yo-Yo, the way that she wakes up in the uh, in the Matrix. But uh, so, yeah. oh God, she has Yo-Yo's powers too. <laughs> I'm sure she has all the powers. Because... I'm sure she does, except for Daisy's. So you know, you have that because you have to. Daisy has to be a special snowflake. Um, yeah, she she experimented. She showed off her ability of using Lincoln's powers for that's for damn sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she did some of that because hell hath no fury. <laughs> yeah, like a woman scorned. Uh, nice three D printing a body. Uh, mm-hmm. I've never been in martial law before, but do they constantly just say martial law is now in effect in the headquarters? Like, I, I wonder if that's a thing. Um, I don't know. One of our friends from Turkey tell us if that's a thing. <laughs> I have no idea what that is. Maybe yeah, it, just, it just seems like kind of redundant in the head in Hydra headquarters. Smart martial law is now in effect. I think they would know. <laughs> well, you have to say it out louder. It doesn't count, <laughs> especially in a Whedon, especially in Agents of Shield. Like uh, martial law. Martial law. Uh, a little Pop Tart was fun. That was a fun title I wrote down. Uh, stop making me feel for Trip. <laughs> I know. It was nice having Trip back, though. Stop it. So we just need to 3D print Hope and Trip, and all will be well with this show. <laughs> <laughs> fix it. Just fix it. 
fix it. You can fix it. The actor is willing to come back. You can bring it back. Old trip. Doesn't even need to be a robot. So so in the real world, me and you, we we like, you know? No. No. Me and Simmons, right? No. No. Oh, man. Really? (laughs) Jesus. Oh. Maybe if you'd had more time, Trip. Maybe you'd had more time. Um, man, I'm kind of glad his dad died. I can lie. Yeah, though that wasn't a great plan, Simmons. I mean, you're pretty smart. That was not a great plan. I don't know what you were trying to accomplish. That that was Simmons thinking with her heart, and that always ends badly for her. Well, I mean, I guess it did work out in the end because it got yeah fits into the right place. Yeah, dickhead dad died, but nevertheless. Um. So, uh, I said, quick, stop fucking with Fitzsimmons, goddammit. This is not okay. No. Like the, she's watching them on the monitor while they're talking. Yes. Stop it. Stop it. Stop. And there's a little in my heart for her. Yes. Oh, okay. Phew. Thank you, Fitz. Thank you. But still, stop it. What? Right. <laughs> yeah. Bravo on Terminator, though. Like, I know. Great. Like feeling rage for the first time. It is, it is <laughs> freaking it's fine. I'm finally glad we got a villain. Like it's only taken us four seasons to get a good villain, you guys. Yay. Like, all right, um, name a villain other than Hydra in general, the villain of season one. Uh that was uh Garrett, right? Yeah. Bill Paxton. Yeah. About season two. Uh, let's see. Season two. That was uh, that was this guy's parents. I can't remember their names. <laughs> exactly. Dale Cooper and uh, and, Pretty uh, the, and then Zhang, Zhang, Dale Cooper and Wolverine. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Dale Cooper and Wolverine. Lady Wolverine. That's X twenty three. Well, then maybe it's uh, 23, then. He's <laughs> a lady. Um, May call it out. Stop not listening to Daisy. She kind of knows what she's doing. Yeah, well, you know. It's, it's hard to, to, to take, you know, all that and, 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 you know, the whole world's not real. Maybe maybe yeah. you don't want to accept that right away. Also, Daisy finally remembers that NPCs are a thing. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Towards the end, oh yeah, we can kill these guys with no problem. Let's just do that. (laughs) Damn it, Daisy. Why are you bad? Ones and zeros, everyone. We can kill everyone, except for the these few, because we know they're not not just ones and zeros. Yeah. Um, I put in here, resolution time. Wait, why is Mac not going? No, Mac, stay, no! I mean, Mac is kind of right about the whole Say what? Mac is kind of right about the whole real thing. Like, again, making you wonder and question what is real and what is a what makes a person. Exactly. But now Yo-Yo's in there to go get him back. Yeah, yeah. Good, good plan, Yo-Yo in human world. <sighs> Not a great plan. And Daisy told you that they hated <laughs> humans. Why are you doing this? Bad idea. I and mean, Daisy has pretty much always been the 
audience analog. Like she's pretty much been that even after she got powers. But it's just like, all right, seriously, we are going into our fifth season because spoiler alert for news later, this show got renewed. Um, and which is actually kind of a surprise to me because the ratings have been pretty horrible this season. <laughs> Um, but it's but, been better. It has been better. No, I've like uh, all in all, and I don't. I can't speak about the finale, but I've liked this season more than I've disliked it. Yeah, like I've only really I'm disliked one episode. There. I've like I've really liked the rest of the season. I've only really disliked the first Matrix episode. Yeah, yeah. yeah the the comeback from the from the first half was the only one that was like, yeah, yeah. Actually, no, that was the mid. Mid of the second half, right? Yeah. Um, I said, "Hey, Ter- Ada can be killed. She's mortal now, right?" Oh, wait, no, she's Nightcrawler. <laughs> um, this is a this episode episode number nineteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty, twenty was really sad. Like all in all, like this was supposed to be a good episode where they all got back, and it was really sad. We all got back, but everyone's kind of sad. Fitz is like, "What did I? What have I done? Who am I?" No, Fitz, it's okay. It's okay. Was it real? Was it? Um, I I put in there. Wait, the Wizard of Oz was a thing in the Matrix. I guess that came out before World War Two. Uh, yeah, sure. Um, at least the book did, right? I think the movie did too. I think I want to say the movie was like nineteen thirty. Yeah, I think it was thirty something. Eight, someone to say. Wizard Oz movie. When they showed up at the lava pit, though, I was expecting them to have to do a leap of faith. Nineteen thirty-nine. Yeah, me too. Since they were kind of questioning the. Uh... It's like what? It's, it's like where's the door? It's like oh, it's under the lava. You just have to jump into the lava. <laughs> what? No, no, I'm not doing that. <laughs> Ah, <clears throat> uh, good old Twitch chat. Um, but no, it's not how they rolled. No, yeah, they. Uh, hey, remember Quake has powers. Let's do that. Oh yeah, we can make portals that only yeah. conveniently hurt the and quake the things that around it. I suppose. I don't think that's how seismic powers work. But I don't know. She was just pushing the lava to the side. Yeah, but they still kind of just jumped into the middle of the quake, <laughs> like and nobody got hurt. <laughs> Well, that's true, too. Yeah, you're right. I don't know. It's all bizarre. Um, so, yeah, that's all the notes I had on 20. It was a good episode. I enjoyed it. Let's see. Uh, yeah, yeah, we covered them all. And Dang 21, the return. Again, I put down, hey, I wonder what this episode's about. <laughs> um, good. We can 3D print the Russian, too. Fantastic. Though he's apparently been 3D printing himself uh, just nonstop. <laughs> he likes the robot body better because it's, you know, yeah, he's got superpowers. Um, I like the shield. Man, I wish that thing could come out more. But we had to spend our CG effects on lots of bad fire and then Ghost Rider. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, well, you know, you do what you can. But uh, we have that that, that guy. Who? Uh, we call him the Russian. Because he's, yeah. he's Russian. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's quite a bit of Whedon writing in this episode, man. Uh, can we get a break? 
please. Um, Julio going crazy to break his legs. It's a video game. Jesus. Chill out, Yo-Yo. Holy yeah. crap. <laughs> yeah. Yo -yo. We did get some good. We got our. We got some good uh, weed and stuff though. Writing. I don't know if who wrote this one. I didn't pay attention. But uh, Mike Colson's Ghost Rider recap. That was great. Yeah, it was. It was weeding enough. Like it was. Yeah. Well, yeah. his uncle tried to become a god, so they opened a port. They used the dark hole to open a portal to another dimension, and <laughs> Ghost Rider drug him down in there. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> That's what you missed. Yeah, uh, yeah. Good job on recapping the season. I'm uh, burp, burp. um. Oh, the bottle got opened. <laughs> May's gonna be upset about that one. Next note down. Called it. <laughs> you upset about? Um, I can't be the only one who is pointing at the screen, being like, "Hey, you have an inhuman speedster on the on the plane that's on fire that could probably easily get through that bad CG fire." Hey, she got through it. Good job. <laughs> um. Fitz pretty much just calling Olivia or Ophelia a sociopath in this one, which is kind of nice. Well, I mean, she is. Yeah. She's uh, having feelings for the first time, and she doesn't know what to do with them. Right? Basically, a, you know, a child. Yeah. And the Russian calls are that, too. Uh, yeah. This is what happens when you give a child super, superpowers. It's an, an attractive child, I guess, but, you know. I hit my microphone. I shouldn't hit my microphone. Um, uh, I'm so glad we're totally not done with all this shield or terrorist shtick. I know. Man, I'm so glad they're not pulling that card out again. Yeah, man, that was that was bad the last time. I'm so glad they're not just going to keep pulling that one out over and over and over again until we get to the next movie where shield can actually show up. <clears throat> And save the day. Yeah. Again. Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> I made a nice dad joke. I said, I haven't seen this many white Russians in one place since my last office Christmas party. <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> that one made me kind of happy. <laughs> um, calm down, Sweeney Todd. That was a good one. <laughs> and they cut them throats. Um, I kind of like how the prison cell has basically just become a lifeboat slash car. <laughs> well, if we ever need to get anything super powered and scary out of a out of any location anywhere ever, just hop into the the little lifeboat. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, we just it's keep, always here. I mean, we have to use that prop somehow. So, I mean, um, I'm Sometimes so glad the special effects look better than others on the on the flying white box but yeah. hey this episode this episode not the greatest but you no, know no. bright sunlight doesn't look great <laughs> yeah no that works a lot better in the dark in, at nighttime needs to be at night or maybe some smoke or some clouds yeah right that seems to do better for you guys uh fitz is the man so glad that he finally got a a good fitz simmons moment yeah and uh he plays incredulous well yeah <laughs> we need to show up to the random house. 
wait, okay. Like, hold on, I'm I'm figuring all of this out. <laughs> oh crap. What have I done? Yeah. Um so all right. The inhumans that we remember in oh shit. <clears throat> Oops. <laughs> Stop breaking things. I'm trying not to. Uh so the inhumans that we've been introduced to in the show. Uh, she pretty much has all of their powers, obviously, with her pulling out the big trump card of, you know, Lincoln. Um, and teleporting. And teleporting. So I'm guessing she has Sky's mom's powers, too. That's the reason why uh, Fitz is like, yeah, she can't be killed. <laughs> That's right. Shooting her um, will not kill her. I wonder if we're going to get another lash. I wonder I if she gets Apparently, fly and explode things. She has yeah. super strength. Yeah, uh, I mean, she's basically at this point the Super Scroll from the uh, from the comics. Oh yes, so, all of the powers. Yeah, every single one of them. Um, so I just kind of, I, I kind of hope that we get a Lady Lash. That would be fun. That would be fun. Probably not, but who knows? Yeah, Maybe. I mean. We do have Ghost Rider back, so... Yeah, I know. I was like, okay, so we've got superpower with all the powers and she can't be killed. It's like, how are we going to kill her? Oh, okay. That's how we're going to kill her. <laughs> they were kind of subtly hinting it by finally remembering that the Darkhold was a thing. Oh, yeah, the Darkhold, too. Apparently, the Russian just likes to thumb through that thing for, for fun. Yeah, you know. Like, just... you know. There's actually some funny stuff in here. <laughs> far enough along. But hey, welcome back, Ghost Rider. Yeah, good, 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 uh, good on coming back just at the right time, Ghost Rider. You could have solved this entire fucking mess. <laughs> eh, I was busy. I was busy dealing with my uncle into hell, dragging him to hell for a really long time. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, do you understand irony yet? Iron, irony yet? This is yeah. a good example because this would be a good example of it. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. I do like the uh the the rage sex killing that she did towards the the Russian bot. That was that was cool. That was fun. I enjoyed that. Um yeah, do you I feel better now. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, just do you feel better now? <laughs> You're doing your plan all wrong. <laughs> Gotta get it just right. It's like, but it made her feel happy to save Mac. Didn't that feel good? Now your feelings are feelings and wrath. What do you mean you don't love me? That's not how this works. Because the- Actually, yes, this is exactly how it works. This is how this works. There's only one real ship, and that's Fitzsimmons. Stop it. <laughs> get off that ship. Yeah. It is not your ship to get on. You are not allowed to It has pulled out of the dock. It has left you there. Don't try to swim over there and mess things up. Yes, just stop it. That's not, no, bad, bad either. It's like, well, I did all those terrible things. It's like, well, he's the influence of your terrible father. It's like, well, that makes me just like Ward. I was like, oh, no, don't say that. Kind of right, is, though. This well, is the worst. This is terrible. I don't like this. I I, I, wrote, I did write down, I go, I he's, this. I'm guessing that's what I meant by he's kind of right. So I'm guessing that's the Ward thing. Of it. Yeah, he kind of Probably. Has- He's uh, like, oh, that makes sense. You're right, but don't. I don't want this. Yeah. I don't like this. No. Um, 
that's pretty much all I got. I, good couple episodes. Good, nice penultimate episode. Yeah, we got everything set up. I'm not sure how it's going to wrap, be wrapped up in a single episode because there's a whole lot of threads going on out there. Ghost Rider, and they got renewed, so they be I. Yeah, well, we've got Ghost Rider. We've got to get Yo-Yo out of the Matrix and maybe Mac. Maybe. Surely they're going to pull him out if they've been dragging that along for yeah. this long. They probably are. They're probably going to get him out of there. I hope so. Man. Uh, yeah, yeah. Unless we're going to 3D print Mac or uh, Trip, let's do that too. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, it's, it's exciting. Exciting uh, twists. Let's keep, let's keep up a good finale there, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. So, uh, should we call Saul? Let's call Saul. All right. Let's see what Daryl has to say when we call Saul. Oh, yeah, we have an outtake one. Call Saul Tasty. Gus gets some more airtime this week as we start off on a very familiar-looking swimming pool. Future Fingerdinger gets upstaged by Future Two-Face. Yeah. <laughs> Future Fingerdinger gets upstaged by Future Two-Face. He doesn't seem to be happy about it. <laughs> He cracked himself up. Yeah. <laughs> Better call Saul Tasty. Gus's story gets some more airtime this week as we start off with a very familiar looking swimming pool. Future Fingerdinger gets upstaged by Future Two Face, and he doesn't seem particularly happy about it. Maybe they could make up over some expensive tequila. And Hector is feeling the sting of Mike's meddling last episode as his supply chain has been cut off and after a show of force against some fast food workers, Gus is informed he'll be taking over. Mike's plot mixes with Jimmy's this week, which is always fun, as he provides some amazing and spiteful comic relief by posing as a handyman, getting some evidence to help Jimmy's case in the future against Chuck. Which is also part of Kim's plan, playing along with the offer to get Chuck to slip up, which he does quite nicely. In fact, that's the theme this week, it seems. Characters appearing to get the wrong end of the shit stick, only to reveal that they got exactly what they wanted all along. Dun 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 dun. Indeed. Better call Saul Chicanery. Jimmy has a date with the State Bar Association, and we see some of their plans bear fruit as Chuck is set up and torn down in a joyous moment of you got what you motherfucking deserved, you sanctimonious fuckwad. <clears throat> the ex-wife was set up a little clumsily in flashback, which is only disappointing because it feels a little lazy to have such a lucky retroactive continuity revealed just before it pays off. Otherwise, another amazing episode. That's a good thing set up. I hated it. Too too slow. No payoffs. (laughs) Not exactly what I called. Not at all. Hated it. Um... So yeah, I uh, I, knew. I don't know. I think I just want a, a new show spinoff of just uh, Mike screwing with Chuck. <laughs> like Every, I just want to watch that all, all day long. Screwing with Chuck, Huel, Huel <laughs> back. Oh yeah, Huel. And he's like, well, how long do you think before Huel shows us up again? Next week, boom. I don't know. I don't know. Next season, maybe. <laughs> oh, there he is. Never mind. <laughs> um. Dude lost some weight. Yeah, man. That's good. Um, Still got the head, though. That's what's yeah. important. <laughs> okay. um, I can spot that dude anywhere. I, I, didn't, I didn't think it was him until I saw the face. Hey, it's a... It's a huh. There's only a couple black guys I know in this show. Oh, wait. 
Well, as soon as like when he was talking to the vet and he was like, I need a guy with a, a gentle touch. He's like, does he need to get into tight spaces? Uh, no. Like, oh, okay, I, I, I was like, oh, you are kidding me. Seriously. Yep. Yep. Um, I missed the swimming pool intros. Good on them. Yeah, the swimming pool intro was great. Love the nice, uh, nice callback there. I, lo- I love the Don. Don Elado. Yes. Don Elado. So good. Uh, and I want to say. Ah, Gustavo's is bigger than yours. <laughs> I want a Sabrosito so bad. Sabrosito. Um, Hector's so serious. Man, Hector is such a serious guy, that old finger dinger. Future finger dinger. See, that, was that, obvious, that was obvious. Uh, that was obvious. Daryl getting his freaking title shot in there. You're welcome, Daryl. Um, so um, I love Grandpa Mike. It just puts a huge smile on my face. He is such a sweet and sincere actor when it comes to a little girl. Like Grandpa Mike is just the best thing on any like on television right now. Agreed. Like, I love Mike being Mike, but man, Grandpa Mike is just so great. Yeah, we, that can be part of the spinoff where he screws with Chuck all the time. Yeah, he gets to spend more time with his granddaughter. <laughs> yes. Sorry. Grandpa's got to go to work. He just goes to Chuck's house and chases him around with an electric power drill. <laughs> yes! <laughs> that comes in round. <laughs> <laughs> It was so good. I could not figure out what the photos were for until later. Yeah. Yeah. I I knew there was something to do with Jimmy's plan. I was like, I don't, I'm not sure what you're going for. And Mike just lazily (laughs) taking pictures. Yes. With an old disposable camera. Who remembers those? Mike does because those (laughs) are great. Um, so I love seeing the old uh, Breaking Bad season one gang back together because you had uh, the cousin, you have of course Hector. Like the only thing that was missing was uh, Tuco. As far as we didn't get Tuco in this episode, in episode four. I guess they didn't want to pull all their extra characters out. Yeah, I guess. So uh, man, Hector, big man, picking on those fast food workers. It <laughs> was fun having Hector coming in, coming in and causing a scene. Yeah. And we finally got to see Nacho, and he said, yeah. like, one or two things. That's what I meant. Um, so, like, there's always the really weird shots in these shows and, like, randomly cutting outside of a building. I mean, yeah, there's kind of a payoff, but it's a weird cut. So, good on you, Gilly- Gilligan, Gillian, Gilligan, since, you know, I'm not allowed to criticize the show at all. <laughs> You've been watching Red Letter Media. Um, no, I haven't. That's just me being a film critic. <laughs> but there's just something about the way you said that. But I'm not allowed to criticize the show. Oh, so. you can criticize it. That's fine. Apparently, I'm not. So, <laughs> uh, I so good job, Gilligan, on everything that you do. Um, Gilligan, direct this one. Yeah, it, it's it, it was a good episode. It was a good episode. You can kind of tell when Gilligan starts directing things because weird shit starts happening and it's not always good. 
Sorry, it's not always good. Now, that one scene's the only issue that I had. That's all I'm saying. Just that weird cut to the outside of a building is all that I had the issue with. Not I don't even cr- know what you're talking about. That, I watched this like two weeks ago. So Certain things that stick in my crawl like that. Like, it, I know I know there's a reason for it, but as a film nerd, it's, just, it's a bad cut. It is a really bad jump cut, and anybody who listens to the rant and reviews knows that cutting and editing are two of my big hangups. And sometimes Gilligan is a little fast and loose with both of those things. But again, I'm not allowed to criticize. Um, no, but you really should listen to the uh, Insider podcast because the the lady that like leads the podcast is the editor. Nice. So she's always talking about editing. Maybe, maybe I don't and know. How she messed up one of Gilligan's shots, and then he got mad at her and made her change it back. <laughs> and then you realize that her edit was actually better, and let her change it back. There you go. So I can admit I'm wrong sometimes. <laughs> um, Gus is a great boss. Like <laughs> that was amazing. I was like, like number one, it was all part of the plan. He wanted Hector to react this yeah. way, which I knew because it's Gus. Yes. And I was like, how's he gonna explain this? And he came in and he gave that speech, and I was like, nailed it. Great speech giver. Perfect. <laughs> nailed it. Turned it around, made himself a hero, made them look bad. He's such a good boss. Like all in all, like twenty four hours of overtime. That's a lot of money. Sorry, Gus has got it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. The um, coffers are full. So I have in here. Uh, I'm sure Daryl expected me to hate the scene between Hector and Gus, but man, it was pretty damn cool. <laughs> now it's time for Gus to get serious, and yeah, he did. Uh, <laughs> Um, I do. I did love the peek behind the uh, Los Pollos Hermanos curtain that we never really got in Breaking Bad. What Gus's office, or just the the entire thing? Like the you didn't get much of the inside of Los Pollos Hermanos. Yeah, like, there was like one scene or two. Yeah, you got you got a lot of Gus, but not a lot of the actual restaurant and its workings and everything like that. And I liked I liked getting that in this because it's just one of those things that you didn't really get. Um, 25 minutes in before you got the Saul storyline in this, in this episode. 26. 26, actually. I wrote it down, too. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, I hit pause, and I was like, 26 minutes is when the title character shows up. <laughs> well, I put 25 minutes in for Kim. <laughs> oh, for Kim. Okay. I, because I put Saul, I put, put Saul's storyline, which, oh, okay. which is Kim is an uh, integral part of. So yeah, of course we put down the same freaking note. <laughs> <laughs> what probably should have was like, okay, so Saul is going to be in this episode. Yeah, I was kind of excited. I'm like, are we going to get a Saul this episode? Nope, 25 minutes in. Hey, we finally get a storyline. Which is fine. Yeah. Hey, no, episodes without Saul are great. I loved it. I, lo- I loved everything leading up and to getting, you know, Anytime we get Mike and, and Gus, it's, I'm, I'm cool. It's yeah, cool. Handyman Mike is second best Mike. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> love Handyman Mike. So good. Um, Kim getting in on the dirty work. Yeah, man. Calling the Handyman people. <laughs> Canceling. <laughs> <laughs> Going through the freaking phone book. Beautiful. I, I laughed. Beautiful. So hard at that whole thing like yeah her going through the phone book was one of those like tension laughter things like what is she doing i don't understand but i'm loving her calling these random people 
Um, Mike, Mike trolling Chuck with the power drill and everything. Best thing ever. Yeah, I love it. Gus, maybe you could. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Run upstairs. That's it. Actually, could you? It was like a chihuahua. Dog, when you turn on the vacuum cleaner in front of me. <laughs> oh, what's this? I want to know. Oh, God. <sighs> um, and again, all right. So, uh, again, some of the things that hang up on me uh, the musical note when Gus says, Perhaps in the future you will work for me. There is a gigantic bass drop behind that line, and I freaking loved it. <laughs> <laughs> bullet to the head would have been too humane for him he's so scary and i love it like but that entire thing like there's no music there's no music there, there's nothing in the background until you hear perhaps in the future you will work for me <gasps> <laughs> hells yes um so I love I love J- Snarky Jimmy shooting bullets across the table, ver- verbal bullets towards Chuck across the table in front of the. Uh... Yeah, can we just talk about that whole scene, the mediation yeah. scene? Yeah. It was amazing. <laughs> it was like, so good. Holy crap! Like I just wanted to give Emmys to everyone in that room. Like, <laughs> like the way it was shot, the way it was written, the yes. subtext. There's so much subtext happening, and you, and you can. And you read it on everyone's faces, and it was just freaking beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful scene. It was, yeah, it was definitely like one of the one of, if not the best scenes that we've got this entire season so far, including like Jimmy. Jimmy doing his sad puppy impression the whole time, but yes. Yeah, I can't. I'm really sorry. I mean, who would ever do that to their own brother? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. You know, and the lawyer later's just eating it up. It's like, oh yeah, that's right. That's real sweet. I, yeah, that's beautiful. It's like, yeah, no, <laughs> you have no idea. You have no idea. <laughs> the subtext in that whole scene was just glorious. And, and like Hamlin was catching it. You could see, like, I don't. I keep forgetting his name. Uh, the the guy who plays Hamlin, he's getting it. I don't think Chuck was getting it though. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Jimmy was pretty pointed with the who would do yeah. that to their own brother line. Um, Talking about himself. Yeah. Oh, let's see. It's, uh, man, Jimmy and Kim, like, they have such good chemistry together. Like, especially when she is being fierce and strong, and he's being mm. a diving person, when he's actually being Saul, as opposed to Mick Jimmy. Like, freaking love them together, even when she's not saying anything anything like she is feeding him with her reactions and everything so good seeing them work as a freaking team yes man that's gonna end poorly (laughs) i know i was gonna say that for the next episode it's like yeah we gotta win hell yes there's a lot of episodes left (laughs) oh my god this is gonna end terribly (laughs) yeah this is this is not going to end well at all we still have not gotten Salt. We're only halfway through. Yeah. We're not supposed to have the victory in the middle. Yeah, yeah. This is definitely not. This is not a happy. This is not going to be a happy ending to the to the end of season three, at all. Um. So, all right. Uh, end episode five. 
Uh, I have one, two, three, four, five, six notes. <laughs> I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight notes. Because there was just so much going on. Like, I love this episode because we finally get to see Lawyer and done right. It's been a, it's been like a solid year since we've seen a show on this on this program that has Lawyer done correctly. Like Jimmy calling Chuck out on all of his crap, calling freaking Hamlin out on all of their bullshit, like <laughs> firing on all cylinders. It's so good. And then we have Huel. <laughs> then Huel. So good to see you, Huel. Oh, and like, all right, so yeah, I, I did kind of, the cold open up Rebecca and everything, and this is going to pour into the episode because that's what this show does. Again, one of the few nitpicks I have about this show is real. sometimes they telegraph things really poorly. It's like, well, uh, we need to get uh, we need to get this plot in so that we can use it later. Yeah. <laughs> it, establish something. Exactly. And it was just kind of huge. Hugh shoehorned. Shoehorned. God, freaking cold medicine. Uh, Shoehorned in there to just get a kind of a not as good callback later. Like, I didn't feel that great about this storyline. And that's that's all all the criticism that I have about this episode. Um, Which is the same criticism that Daryl had. Ha! (laughs) That's fine. I get a little hung up on what my friends think about my things like and then, hey we finally got some insight into chuck's illness yes that was air quotes that i just did yeah for yeah for you audio listeners that was air quotes because hey we finally discovered that it's not real <laughs> we finally just kind of you know acknowledge that elephant that's been in the room for two and a half freaking seasons yeah but yeah we finally yeah there's there's that elephant and yep it uh it finally got called out but no, it's just the whole time, like leading up to the hearing and everything. Like, I, my tightness in my chest. It's like, yeah, man. that's my my second note. I was like, why do I feel so tense? <laughs> like, this no, is just boring was... lawyer stuff. Why am I like, oh my gosh? This episode was tense, man. Like, it was ridiculously tense. Freaking loved it. Yes, and then we got to see our hero get some wins. We got Kim getting a win at uh, Mesa Verde. Yep. Like, look, I know they're doing this stuff, and I'm. You might get caught up in the middle of it. I hope, but I just want to be forthright. It's like, oh, you're the best. Don't worry about it, because you're the best thing ever. It's like, oh, so nice to see Kim get a win. Yay! Yay! People, win for Kim. People like Kim. And then you know, getting to <laughs> cross-examine Hamlin. Yes. Take it to him. So why didn't you hire Jimmy? It's like, well, we were worried about nepotism. It's like, really? What's the yeah. name of your firm? Hamlin, Hamlin, and McGill. Who's the other Hamlin? <laughs> <laughs> my, my father. My father. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Best line of the whole yeah. episode. Yes. Oh my god. Um. Yeah, like I said, the, the only thing that kind of got on my got got up my crawl was the whole Rebecca thing, and that's all. That's all. Like the rest yeah, of the I'm stuff. still not sure why. I mean, I guess she he brought her in just to like throw him off. Yeah, that's exactly it. It was it was a attempt to because 
Jimmy knows that Chuck has very few um, weak points, and that's one of them. Yeah. So that's that's just Chuck, you know, flashing like a button. <laughs> yeah, that, that's Chuck flashing the uh, uh, Saul flashing the kryptonite bracelet, like, and then putting it back in his pocket. That's all it was. Like, hey, you know, this is here. I know. It was just like I don't. Okay. It's like, but man, he's really doing some scorched earth stuff here. Oh yeah, man. <laughs> it's like, like I'm just screw you, Chuck. Um, gonna just burn yep. it all to the ground. Absolutely. <laughs> like you know, you know, Rebecca's gonna hate you after you do this. And yep, yeah, I know. Care. Like I don't think he has this shit. Um, <laughs> and chicanery. All right. Chicanery. So um. That's all I got on Call Saul. No, it was just a, it was a beautiful thing. It was yeah. a great episode, and almost all of it took place in one room, which yeah. is pretty freaking crazy. Um, but and, so good, so good. Things, that's all. Like that's that is it. Like uh, in, in all seriousness, like I liked the last three episodes, four episodes. Like the only one I didn't really care for was the season premiere. I think it might have just been because I had way too high of expectations in it. Um, so should we get on our knees? Is this time for us to just get on our knees? Get on your knees. Worship. Begin Worship me. Um, all right. This will be interesting to hear what Daryl has to say about our newest show, American Gods. American Gods, How to Kill a Boner in 10 Seconds. <laughs> It finally happened after years of waiting. American Gods is on our screens and it's everything we needed it to be. The first episode sets things up nicely. We see how the old gods cross the oceans to America and get given a beautifully excessive border-breaking lesson in how to make your god notice you with blood. After that, we follow our lead character, Shadow of Hollyoaks, as he's set free from prison a few days earlier due to the death of a lovely snicket child. On the way, he meets an enigmatic old Lovejoy who offers him a job. Oh, Hollyoaks was a trashy soap opera, and Lovejoy was an awesome comedy show about antiques. Because we're English. <laughs> show about antiques. Right, second episode. American Gods, The Secret of Spooning. Shadow of Hollyoaks gets visited by dead Baudelaire orphan and Lucille Scully this week, before hitting the road to visit Russian Mormor and crazy astronaut Butcher with Lovejoy. Lovejoy is recruiting old people for a battle against the Vive Vapor in his kind, but whether MZ Hammer joins him or not is decided by a game of checkers. Uh, wonder if he actually watched this episode before recording that one? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think so. I think so. so uh, got the pieces. Man, the intro to the show is bad. <laughs> oh, the, the, the opening title sequence? It's cool. I like her totem. You know, covered in religious symbols mixed with modern technology yeah. freakiness. Um, so I like I like the way that they started the first episode, which is just like shoot a dude full, literally full of arrows, and then rake the hell out of everybody's eyes. Yes, because uh, always the freaking eyes. Literally always. The eyes. Uh, but all right, so I'm not gonna say who the god is, but man, it, for anybody who knows their Norse mythology, 
Man, it got spelled out in like gigantic letters. <laughs> also a giant wooden statue. And a giant wooden statue. Uh, their god was a war god. And then everyone got shot by one dude got shot by like a thousand arrows, which thousands of arrows. <laughs> like, what in the world? <laughs> that whole opening sequence, I was like Fuck that guy in particular. <laughs> <laughs> the whole opening sequence, I was like is this how the whole show's gonna be? Because I mean, this is like there's over the top violence, and then this, <laughs> then there's this. Like, I, I have a feeling like Tarantino watched this and was like, "Guys, I think you took it a little far, <laughs> just a little too far." <laughs> um, like, heads exploding and blood like shooting fifty feet in the air. Yeah, man. And then the, some dude's arm gets chopped off, flies through the air, and then stabs another dude in the neck, and his neck explodes in blood. And <laughs> Like, am I supposed to be laughing at this? I think I am. Surely I'm supposed to be laughing at this, because this is just way over the top. This was absolutely dark comedy over the top. This was this was absolutely uh, Neil Gaiman being, like, Neil Gaiman. Like, um, so I don't know what this Hollyoaks show is, but that's the dude from The 100. Like, that's, like, the one of two black guys from The 100. It's a CW show. Give me a break. It was on after iZombie. Uh, that's fine. You can watch other shows. I've uh, heard of it. Yeah, it was on right after iZombie, and I'm like, and, and occasionally I would just forget to turn off the CW after iZombie went off. And I'm like, oh yeah, there's the hundred. And I'm like, yeah, this black guy looks really familiar. Shadow Moon looks really familiar. Also, I want a name like Shadow Moon. <laughs> yeah, no. When, when I read the book, I always pictured him as Native American for some reason. I don't know if they ever specified. I mean, with a name like Shadow yeah. Moon. <laughs> I think it was because his name was Shadow Moon. Is why I pictured him as Native American. I mean, that's a fair. That's a fair assumption. <laughs> I mean, so I don't know if they ever actually said what race or he is. Uh, I, I'm kind of glad he wasn't just a pale white guy, though. So good no, on you. No, 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 that's good. Got a very Shadow good looking. A, black. Yeah, he's a he's a very handsome black man. Yes. Um, hey, he's I, a good I, Shadow I, Moon. I forgot that she was because I've never I I don't remember seeing the original boat uh, the original M.A. Snicket but I'm like hey it's Sucker Punch was Sucker Punch. Oops. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Which I'm uh, they're really sticking to the book pretty close. Oh, was that how I she know. died in the book? Yeah, yeah, that's how she died in the book. <laughs> also, spoiler for season two. Good on that guy. <laughs> Not bad. Yeah, episode two. Dude's packing. Yeah, dude's got a, dude's got a pistol and he's not afraid of it. Um, good on him. <laughs> good for you, Robbie. Good uh, lord. It's not expecting quite so many penises, but that's cool. That's yeah, cool. we got lots of penises. Uh, up to and including, <laughs> I can really live my good a good life without seeing Ian McShane's penis. Um. <laughs> um so I, I, I call that a man I'm like, hey, it's the wife from Men in Black, you know, the Egger suit lady. She was the uh, airport. Oh, yeah, yeah. She was the, the one you don't pitch, piss off. Yeah. Like, hey, it's the, it's the lady from Men in Black. She wants some uh, sugar water. Sugar water. Uh, Shadow Moon can fill out a suit. Take notes, freaking Danny Rand. <laughs> yeah, that's how you wear a suit, son. Um, I don't know how you got to suit that nice in prison, but good on you. Yeah, right? uh, obviously, he was kind of loaded when he got out of prison. Like he had no problem 
he did not just deal with the thirty bucks and a bus ticket or whatever they give you when you get when you get sent out of prison. Um, I freaking love Ian McShane and like everything that I see him in. Like he is, yeah, and he's he's perfectly casted here. Yeah, I love like, his actual. If there's acting. anything I can say about this show, and we'll get more into it in episode two, casting is just it perfection. Yes, absolute freaking perfection. <laughs> Like Ian McShane as Mr. Wednesday is he's perfect. Ian McShane and his right and the people writing for him, including Neil Gaiman, I'm sure. Because yes. <clears throat> they, they I definitely heard some direct quotes from the book, but Yeah, man, I think I think perfect. directly like affecting the shows, like he he definitely has uh consultation credit, like Yeah, yeah, he's uh, he's involved. I know he's the executive producer. I don't know how deep his involvement goes with it. I don't know if he's like writing episodes or what. I don't think he's writing episodes, but uh, yeah, I know he's definitely he's got his he's got his fingers in the pie. Yeah, Brian Fuller. You will. Brian Fuller freaking doing this too. Jesus. He's <laughs> yeah, a long way from pushing daisies. Yeah, man. Holy I was expecting something a little more whimsical like pushing daisies. No, <laughs> I, mean, this is, I mean this is pushing daisies if he could push the limit, which you know he did. Uh, David Slade, Neil Gaiman wrote it. Brian Fuller wrote the first episode, um, so that doesn't surprise me. David Slade, what does his name sound familiar to me? Um, no, he didn't really do anything other than direct the. Or he's one, oh, he's an executive producer. Why is he? Oh, he's the director of the first two episodes, too. Yeah. All right. Uh, good on you, person who I don't know from anything, but name sounds really familiar, probably because it sounds like David Spade. Um, <laughs> he did... Uh, oh, he did the first two episodes of Powers, too. <laughs> he directed those. All right. Um, he directed five episodes of Hannibal... Uh, he did the episode. He's worked with Brian Fuller before. Makes sense. He's he's done the episode Open House and Breaking Bad. He did the Twilight Saga Eclipse. Uh, and he directed the music video for Stone Temple Pilots Sour Girl. And thank you. <laughs> All right, good on him. Uh, yeah, good on you, dude. Come a long way from directing Stone Temple Pilots videos. Um, man, um, grown like motherfuckers. Those people grow like motherfuckers in Florida. It was great. <laughs> Do not piss us off those bitches in airports. That was a nice little that scene, not from the book. A little more low key. I see what you did there. Uh, <clears throat> what? What? What do you what? mean? I don't. Oh, oh man. Uh. No, nothing. Not at all that I just found out who that guy was from looking at IMDb. Thanks. Loki uh, lied, lied to Shane, whatever his name was. Loki lied to Shane. <clears throat> um, uh, worm from the Beak? I don't get that one. Why did I... I don't understand what I meant by Worm from the Beak. <laughs> Were you quoting? Sounds like I, something Odin would say. I laughed at it. Because you know Odin's all about the birds. Probably. I mean, no, shh, Mr. Wednesday. Yeah, shh. <laughs> Look, if you haven't figured it out by now, people. Yeah. All right, yeah. Uh, all right, here we go. Okay, 
here we go. Lesson time. Sorry, guys, for spoiling this later in the show. Uh, that's fucking Odin. So how you spelled it out? The eyes. Always the right eye because the all-seeing eye of the Father is his right eye. Always. He is a war god. That is how he deals with things. You give him honor by doing that. Wednesday, Wednesday is actually Woden's Day. Woden is the actual translation for Odin before it was weirdly Americanized. So, there you go. <laughs> All right, so yeah, it's Odin. I guess yeah. we're just going to go ahead and... Uh... Yeah, you spoil <laughs> it, I'm spelling it out. Um, <laughs> goddamn hippie parents. Uh, um... So I didn't remember anything about uh, Bilquis. Really? You, so, you read the book and you forgot about that scene? Um, scenes, yes. Um, well, the second episode, that was new. Oh, okay. Like the little montage they did with her? No. No, in the book, the scene from the first episode was line for line, shot for shot, <laughs> exactly how it happened in the book. I was like, oh. It's like, okay, they're doing the scene? Yep, they're doing the scene. Wow, they are doing it exactly as it happened in the book. So, so on a scale of one to you, how skeeved out were you? <laughs> well, I knew it was coming. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> my note on, as you were. My note of the second episode was, man, I wonder how much Jazz hates these scenes. <laughs> and the second one, I was like, so, I mean, I knew the first one was coming, so that was fine. I was like, okay, yep, yep, they did it exactly as the book. And, you know, it's kind of cool that they picked a woman who looks, you know, not, not like the perfect woman per se. And she looks more like an, an, you know, an African goddess. Yes. The way she's built. You know, she's a beautiful woman, but still. Yeah, she's gorgeous uh, and evil, but gorgeous. She evil or she just surviving? Uh, I mean, probably just surviving as a god does. I mean, um, also... Uh, yeah. Gotta do what you gotta do it, and you're a sex goddess. When that's your thing, I mean, you just kind of gotta go with it. Um, <laughs> so, but yeah, no, no, Bill Quist, that that scene from the first episode was exactly as it was in the book. So I knew that one was coming, so I was like, okay, yeah, they did that. And then the second episode I was like, really, we have to go into this more. All right, probably gonna get quite a bit more of it. So tuck in and hold up, yeah. uh, not making love to an African sex death goddess. Uh, so mm, mead i really wanted some meat after listening to that entire bar scene um yeah. poor, uh, freaking awesome little brother though i guess what a way to go yeah <laughs> yeah now, apparently he's some in some other dimension with a constant erection for all eternity or something uh, um plane another plane another plane yes plane <laughs> Um, the god plane. Yes, I love the leprechaun. I love the leprechaun dude. He was great. Yeah, Matt Sweeney, another perfect casting. Because, like I said, the show is just when it comes to the casting and the characterizations of the book, pe- characters in the book, just freaking perfect. And Matt Sweeney's great. He was perfect. Yeah. The bar and the fight and everything like that it was like, all right, I'm so far in on this show that it's not even funny. Like I'm so in on this show. Um. Also, still a better fight scene than Iron Fist's early ones. <laughs> Man, so much shade throwing Iron Fist <laughs> from American Gods. Who knew? Right? Um, who did I say? Oh, um, the uh, man, she's a bitch. The uh, the friend, 
the the best friend's wife. Oh, Audrey. Yeah. Well, I, you know. Yeah. Can't really blame her. <laughs> I can't blame her too much. Yeah. And they they expanded her role a little bit with the 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 cemetery scene. In the Thanks. book, she was just there in the in the funeral, and that was pretty much it, I believe. Oh, I forgotten. I didn't realize I did this at the time. Uh, but yay, inadvertent um, dad jokes and callbacks. Uh, I said, holy crap, man, no punches pulled. This show's freaking fantastic. Man, the cock in the mouth bit was, uh, was certainly a sucker punch to... Uh, <laughs> and I just realized I didn't, I didn't do that intentionally. I did not do that intentionally. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, yeah. Um, severed at the root of the crash. Ouch. So, uh, so did she, did she have, did she have her husband's penis like sewed inside of Shadow's wife? I'm not sure. Insinuating? <laughs> I, I'm fairly sure that's what she was insinuating and, ew. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. Um, so, um, fairly sure foe Jesse Eisenberg. I'm like, what the hell is happening with these old ass faceless dudes? Am I high? I think I might be high. <laughs> Why is Jesse Eisenberg summoning faceless dudes to beat up on shadow moon? I don't know. I don't get it. <laughs> yeah. That one's a different, little different from the book. I mean, they still beat him up and tried to lynch him, but I don't remember them being faceless or what they were at all. And also, uh, the technical boy was supposed to be this like fat, bloated troll guy, nope, but I guess they uh, they modernized him. That dude looks a lot like Jesse Eisenberg. Yeah, makes sense. A lot like Jesse Eisenberg. Like it took me three or four takes to figure out that it was not him. Like, <laughs> it, he was putting on his best Batman versus Superman Jesse Eisenberg impersonation. Like, man, he was straight up BVS uh, Lex Luthor in that. Uh, I like will be undeleted. Love the ending scene after the, option. the face, the faceless guys getting split in half, and everything was that was a really cool thing, and just literally buckets of blood. <laughs> Weird dudes, always just buckets and buckets and buckets of blood. Uh, that's all I have on episode one. Me too. Um, I have a note. This is the look. I don't know what the look is. I don't know. The look. Why would I write that down? Uh, maybe the look as he dropped the coin into the ground. <laughs> oh. Um, all right. Episode two. Oh, shit. We get, our, the coin. we get Orlando Jones, you guys. Oh, my gosh. That opening scene was amazing. <laughs> I loved it so much. So Anansi is my favorite trickster god. Like he is my absolute favorite trickster god because unlike Loki, like he is not like the happy jovial trickster god. Like he is straight up. He will pull you. He's a spider for a reason. He pulls you into his lair with whatever he can to just murder the ever living shit out of you, your family, your ancestors, whatever. Freaking in the book, he was a little more jovial. Though in this scene, he had good reasons not to be yes. totally jovial, <laughs> given the subject matter. 
right. Uh, Anansi is just, it's one of my favorite God stories. Like it's just really like that story is really, really cool. You do yourself a favor to look up uh, Mr. Anansi's um, story. I'm Sorry. Right. Did you read Anansi boys? The spinoff book? No, I did not. No, you should. It's good. If you liked American Gods, you should read an answer. Uh, I, I, I remember liking it. I, I've got to get back. I'm, I don't want to ruin the show for me, so I'm not going to read. Really? The- I mean, how, if you forgot about Bill Quist, then <laughs> you've clearly forgotten everything about that book. You've read a lot of books since then. Um, so, um, hey, oh, Dream Wife. Fantastic. Oh, a little um, bit more though. Like I, th- I was ready for her to show up for real because she's like my yeah. favorite character in the book. Uh, I'm I fairly love zombie, sure she... zombie Laura. Or spoiler alert for those who like uh, who read IMDb. Uh, yeah, she's in every episode. <laughs> she is. Uh, apparently, I got a. She didn't notice the coin sinking into her grave. Yeah, I, yeah, I did. Uh, <laughs> got a kick out of Wind, uh, Wo- uh, Woden's hat. Like, I got a real big kick out of Wednesday's hat when he was in the car. That was a great hat. <laughs> no highways. Um, you don't have the personality of a magician? No, he does not. He has no uh, flair. He's no, no Brian Brushwood. No, he is. Sure. Sure. Um, so, do does cheese have veins? I'm confused. Why did he say veins like cheese? I'm so confused at to that 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 line. Uh, yeah, I think so. I mean, I'm not gonna look up cheese veins. Uh, <laughs> I do a lot for this show. I'm not looking up cheese veins. Oh there, come on! There are lines. You can Google that. I'm sure it's fine. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I really could have lived a happy life without seeing Ian McShane's penis. Like, I don't even care if it was digital there or not, but I really could have lived a happy life without seeing Ian McShane's penis. I guess I missed that one. I must have been taking a note. When uh, he went into a weird vaginal astral plane, like, he was he was there fully... Uh... Oh, no, that wasn't Ian McShane. That was, uh, that was her first conquest. That was... Uh... Oh. It was oh. Bill Murray's little brother oh. floating in the astral plane with uh, full erection. <laughs> ah. So we hadn't seen any McShane's penis yet. <laughs> All right, so I can still live yet because who knows? Yeah, right. <laughs> good lord, this is a uh, this is a whole new world we're living in. Uh, I said, hey, yay, good more more Bill Quinn. That frick! I could see Jazz squirming like hell at these seats. <laughs> no, I'm just kind of like, uh, okay, yeah, let's go on. I like the special effects in her scenes, though. Like, they do that effect really yeah, I was well. wondering how they were going to pull off that effect, and it works quite well, actually. I, yeah, and I, and I like the scene where she went and visited her artifacts at the museum. That was cool. Yes. Um, all right, so, and I wrote down here, too, uh, same thing you did. Um, freaking Peter Stormare! <laughs> oh, my God. Like Cloris Leachman and Peter Stormare. Yeah. Absolute perfect casting for those characters. Yes. Perfect. And amazing. They were in freaking Tastic. Sternaborg is the greatest character ever. Sternaborg. Or however you pronounce it. But Chernabog. 
If you say it enough, it doesn't sound like anything. Uh, if you want to spell, if you want to sound it up phonetically, it's Cizernaburg. <laughs> Cizernaburg. Or uh, Chernabog. Yeah, Chernabog. <laughs> um, I did, like, I wrote down, uh, hey, uh, I, I'm relatively familiar with Chernabog's story because I am a, uh, uh, in real life, I'm actually a descendant of Russian royalty. I'm a, I'm a descendant of the Tsars. So I'm relatively familiar with Chernabog's story because he was like the he was the Eastern European like war god for like the longest time with his hammer with his hammer his mighty hammer it might have been a uh, might have been off of a certain other hammer wielding war god that hmm. came out of Western Europe a few hundred years earlier. Um, not that I'm saying that religion borrows from other religions at all. That would be a horrible thing to state. No, never, never, never. Um, but I never knew that that's how you spelled his name. And I'm like, oh, that's an interesting way of spelling it. Oh, right, Russian. Cernabog. 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 Every monkey with a thumb can kill. Any monkey with a thumb. Just um, makes him sad. Just smokes yeah. his cigarettes and kills cows. Yeah. And it's uh, my hammer, it used to be shiny. Just the blood that makes it shine gives it its power. Now it is red with rust. Oh, God, he's so good. But I, I don't know. Peter Stormer is great and everything. But... He eats up every piece of possible scenery. Like... Like, when I read that he was the one who was casted for that role, I was like, oh my gosh, that is perfect. And yeah. It is, it is uh, everything I expected it to be. Knowing what I know of uh, Chernobog's story, I'm like, hey, yeah, that's a really great, like, I freaking love that he's going to take that kind of... Yeah, the old uh, washed up. Yeah. <laughs> like, I wasn't exciting. I was not... stop smoking. <laughs> Right, I was not as excited except for when I heard uh, Orlando Jones was uh, a Nazi, and I'm like, oh my god! That is so yeah, I wasn't sure how well, how that was going to be, but now it's good. I like uh, how it, it feels more like Doctor Fossier from Princess and the Frog than some kind of weird, like giggly trickster god, like we're going to get next couple of episodes. Yeah, he's going to be a little more jovial and giggly. Yeah. When we uh, see him next. I said, uh, call it a hunch, but I think Shadow's going to win the game. <laughs> nope. <laughs> no? Shit. Did you not finish the episode? Uh, Must have cut off. Oh, yeah, he lost. He lost the game. Oh, was there, was there an after credits thing or something? No. I think that's how it ended. He just... Lost the game. No, because it just kind of went to it just went to commercial. It's like it's your turn. Uh, he's like he just does his story, does his thing, and he's like it's your turn. And then he like taps on the taps on the thing, and it just goes to credits. No, 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 because he said he's he, saying he's saying it's your turn to pay up because he just lost basically. Well, I I got what he was saying. Like this is what will happen if I if you lose. No, he lost. You are. 
<laughs> I read the book, damn it. <laughs> and I watched it. He lost. I don't think he lost. That's how it ended. The episode ended with him losing. Oh, it didn't. <laughs> huh? No, it didn't. Um, so, oh my God. Like, all, all that aside. <laughs> Man, I freaking loved every single book bit of these last two episodes man i cannot wait for episode three at all oh my god man so good so good no it's good um so okay so i'm watching it right now he lost and he's like you're gonna go willingly that's good it's a shame though, because you're my only black friend. And then it went to credits. Yeah, yeah, I got that. I don't think he said. All right. I just watched it. Liar! <laughs> you're a liar and a fool. Ah, <laughs> uh, anyway. So we're back on notes now. Yeah, we're. Back. I'm done with my notes. So. All right. So speaking of great casting, man, I had no idea that uh, that Scully could do such an amazing Lucy impression. Yeah. <laughs> uh, media. Good old that was media. a killer episode. Like, killer scene, too, man. Just so good. Yeah, I was wondering how they were going to do that. So they, they introduced her a little early, but in the same way. And she's great. And I Fair knew enough. they were expanding her role, because you don't hire Jillian Anderson to do a, a extremely minor one-scene role. Yeah, right? Passing time is instinct instinct determined. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, never mind. I was like, what is that quote? Oh, yeah, that's right. Good old uh, Mr. Wednesday picking up underage girls. Cause... Oh, yeah, that, yes. Because that's what uh, Odin and like the, the, the Pantheon leaders do. They just kind of pick up whoever will go for them, no matter how old or gross they are so much fighting for color over color yes enjoyed all that scene i'm black he was white but now we're both gray all that fighting over color (laughs) very new game yes uh uh, robbie was packing yep good on you buddy Uh, yeah, lots of dicks, so many dicks, and uh, in the Nancy scene, I, I really enjoyed the the whole pep talk he gives to this the slaves being shipped overseas. Like, come yep. on, guys, you're just going to be screwed over for the rest of eternity, even in the present time, you're screwed over. But hey, at least you get back at him some by giving him all lung, lung cancer with the the tobacco that you <laughs> that you plant for them. <laughs> But screw this. No, no, this guy gets it. See, he's yeah. angry. Angry is good. Angry gets shit done. <laughs> so what you're going to do is going to go up there. You're going to kill them all, sit all their throats, and then burn the ship to the ground. We're going to die. You are already dead. You're already dead. Take him with you. It's like, God, it was so good. God, yes. Oh, I loved it. whole episode was great. The first, uh, first episode, I was like... Ugh. Like I like it. It's good. You know, I love the book and the the 
the tone's a little bit weird, but the casting's really good, and I'm just not sure. But the second episode, yeah, I'm I'm all freaking in, dude. Loved it, especially freaking Peter Stormare. Give any time of day, any time of day. Yeah, right. Like any any time that he gets the opportunity just to chew on every piece of scenery that he's given, man. Just oh, just keep. All I could think the whole time is like, man, that that apartment must sm- smell terrible. <laughs> Or amazing because Russian cooking has smells really good. Yeah, but he just never stops smoking. Yeah, that yeah. His blood soaked clothes that yeah. he didn't wash. <clears throat> I'm a terrible cook. <laughs> he used to have slaves to do this for us. Our servants to do this for us. No, no no servants. Alright. Um uh, so... I was too lazy to learn. Shall we move into some news? Sure. We got a lot of it. On to the news! So, over the last couple of weeks, we got our first look at the Inhumans. Um, For those who don't remember, the Inhumans are coming to IMAX the first weekend in September. We might have to go see some that when we're at the Dragon Con. Um, so, all right, some of the Inhumans look real good, and then whatever the hell Medusa's wearing. <laughs> I, I I don't really know, because I don't have anything to, to reference, but uh, I it looks mean, like from Galaxy Quest. Yeah, it doesn't, I mean, even if you don't know the powers, it just doesn't look good. Like, all the other ones there look pretty decent. Black Bolt looking menacing as hell, man. Medusa. Man. Um, I hope it looks better when there's a post-production on it. That's all I'm going to say. It's not the lady. <laughs> not the lady before anybody gets on me about, like, body shaming or anything like that. No, the outfit is horrible. <laughs> that outfit and that wig. Yeah, that wig is real bad. Super bad. <laughs> Um, yeah, so we might have to go do some, uh, IMAXing, finding maybe that theater in Atlanta when we're up there. And, uh, yeah. I'm down. Report back. Um, moving on from there, Game of Thrones, personal favorite of mine, is getting not a one, not a two, but a four, count them, four spin-outs. Possible. Have they uh, all been greenlit yet, or are they just kind of... I mean, this is HBO, so, like, they're going to say, hey... Yeah, probably. <laughs> it's yeah. probably all four. We want four? Yes, absolutely. Bring us money. Bring us all of the money. <laughs> we need another Game of Thrones real bad. Uh, what, Benioff and Weiss, the guys who make the show, are uh, working on the seventh season. Um... They are getting eighth. The eighth season is seventh season's coming out this year. Eighth season is the last season that we're getting of the Game of Thrones proper. And then we're going to get, you know, prequels and all that good stuff. And seven things. Uh, I mean, George R.R. Martin's going to be involved in a couple. They've been real good with the non book stuff so far. So, I mean, I will, I'll watch it because, I mean, it's just more Game of Thrones stuff. So, I mean,. I just hope it's not just like direct, hey, here's Ned Stark's story. Can we not do that, please? What, like Star Wars? 
Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Yes, exactly. I'm just, I'm just teasing. I love Star Wars. Yeah, but uh, Star Wars has its issues. Um, so moving on from there, we, uh, like I said earlier, we have um, the upfronts. So we got a lot of renews and cancellations for this fall season. So hold on to your butts, you guys. A lot of them, a lot of them, no brainers for good and for nil. All right. 13 Reasons Why uh, got renewed for season two by, by Netflix. Shocking. Yeah. What would the second season be about? Uh, another story? Herself or commit suicide. Okay. Uh, Family Guy got picked up by seasons for season 16. 16, Jesus. <laughs> We're oh, old, man. You're <laughs> so it, old. It gets worse from there. <laughs> like um, Jeopardy, Wheel of Fortune got picked up for two more seasons. Uh show called plebs got picked up for season for series four for itv plebs or plebs 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 i don't know all a lot of these i wrote before a lot of these i put in the notes before the upfronts happened like last week because i'm like that's gonna be a pretty short news week and i'm not gonna really watch anything outside of what we're supposed to watch and then the upfronts happened and i got sick last week so you know um all round to mrs brown's renewed got renewed for for season two series two by bbc one uh, Spring Watch and Spring Watch Unsprung got renewed by BBC Two. I will assume that those are good shows. Uh, yeah, sure. Um, Agents of Shield got picked up for season five. It's happening. Amazon. Help, help! It's happening. So uh, American Idol got canceled on Fox, and it got picked up for season sixteen <laughs> by, <laughs> by ABC. Wow! So it was canceled for what? Six months? Yeah. Ish. Ish. Uh, fresh <laughs> Off the Boat. Fresh Off the Boat renewed for season four. Modern Family renewed for seasons nine and ten. By the way, Modern Family's been on for ten seasons, or will be on for ten seasons. Jeez. Uh, Goldberg's renewed uh, season five, season six. Dancing with the Stars and the Bachelor renewed. America's Funniest Home Videos renewed for season 28. <laughs> <laughs> That show, man, it just keeps going. Um, and their hosts just keep getting more and more wildly popular, and then they get a couple that don't. Um, Elementary, the American Sherlock Holmes got picked up for season six. The yeah, Amazing the Amazing Race got renewed for season 30 by CBS. 30. Three zero. Yeah, but they have like two or three seasons a year. Yeah. Uh, iZombie and the Originals renewed by CW. That made me happy. It made me a little scared when iZombie was not renewed with the rest of the DCW shows. Um, I was I was a little frightened that iZombie wasn't going to come back. Um, New Girl is getting its seventh and final season. Last Man on Earth got picked back up for season four. Gotham renewed for season four. Uh, Timeless got re-renewed for season two. It was originally canceled. Blindspot got picked up for season three. Taken, that spinoff show of the um, line of the uh, Jesus. Uh, what's his face? Uh, <laughs> Jesus, what's his face? <laughs> Liam Neeson? Yeah, well, you know, what does that have to do with Jesus? Lion Jesus, you know. Oh, oh, Aslan. Right, right, yeah, right. that guy. There we go. Sorry. Metaphorical, uh, uh, allegorical Jesus. Yeah, totally, absolutely, just allegorical. Uh, uh, Blacklist picked up for season five. 
Chicago Fire, Chicago Med, Chicago PD picked up by first uh, NBC. Still loving the Chicago. Uh, great news renewed for season two. I don't know what that is, but I just like saw great news. And it just the professor from Futurama picked up my head. Oh, look at that next one. Yeah. Law and Order SVU renewed for season 19. And <laughs> that's not one that does two or three seasons. No, it is not. <laughs> and that show's been on a long time. Wow. Forever. <laughs> I used to watch that with my grandma all the time. Yeah, man. Uh, the Voice renewed for season fourteen. That's another one. That does stuff every so uh, like a couple episodes, a couple seasons a year. Oh, I've not heard about this next one. Uh, Arrested Development picked up for season five again. Officially confirmed at Netflix. So it was better than season four. Right. That's exactly what I was gonna say. Uh, four had its moments. Uh, I liked officially zero of that. Um, I just did not like any of Arrested Development. And I enjoy, I, I, like, I am a passive Arrested Development fan. I was very disappointed with season four. Um, Counting On, renewed for season four. Uh, that's something that Rachel and a lot of other women will like. Um, here you go, Jazz. You want to read this next one? Psych, officially revived for a holiday movie. Woo, we're Woo. getting to Sean. Um, I guess. Uh, I never did finish Psych. I was in like the second to last season and then they took it off Netflix. Yeah, it, it was, was a sad day. Like, I was I was slamming through it, man. I and I was eating it up heavily. Great show. I freaking loved every was it seven seasons that it went? Seven episodes seven seasons, yes. Yeah, I think I was halfway through season six when they pulled it from Netflix. Yeah, I think I finished up season five and I'm like, Yeah, I'll get there. Yeah. Rick. How's it going? It's gone. gone. It'll probably get thrown back up there. Um, It's fine. And there are other ways to watch it. Exactly. Like USA.com, I believe it is. Exactly. Um, Yeah. Sorry again. Uh, Cold. Getting over cold. Um, Emerald City canceled by NBC. Frequency canceled by CW. Pitch canceled by Fox. APB canceled by Fox. None of those surprise me as a ratings watcher. Um, if you are a fan of any of the CISO shows, they all dead. CISO is dead. So your Harmon quest will die a horrible death. <laughs> um, poor CISO. I watched a couple things on CISO. It was all right. Uh, Harmon quest being by Dan Harmon, D and D by Dan Harmon. It was freaking amazing. Um, but yeah, just, yeah, not, yeah, it's a little sad that a uh, online-only thing died. Uh, Car Share canceled by BBC One. I'm sure it sucked because it got canceled. Uh, Scandal canceled by ABC. That actually surprised me. Um, That usually gets pretty good ratings. American Crime canceled by ABC. The Catch canceled by ABC. Uh, Dr. Ken and Imaginary Mary canceled by ABC. Last Man Standing canceled by ABC. That one surprises me. That's another good ratings pool. Uh, it was basically Home Improvement 2.0. <laughs> uh, Two Brooke Girls canceled by CBS because, oh, oh I don't God. know, Cat uh, Denning is real busy now. <laughs> she got things to do. Yeah, she's, she's, she's busy looking beautiful and acting really well elsewhere. Um, the Great Indoors, whatever the hell that was. Uh, no to the Joel McPhail show. Oh, because he can't get a show to last more than a season, well, except for Community, I guess. 
uh, it, it's there. That was his death knell, man. Um, no tomorrow canceled by the CW. That show sucked anyway. So, you know, there's that, uh, sleepy hollow finally going into its sweet, embrace, sweet demise got canceled by Fox. Um, 24 legacy got canceled by Fox future return is possible prison break. It's not getting it's another reboot. Scream Queens canceled by Fox. Rosewood canceled by Fox. Making History Son of Scorn canceled by Fox. Shots Fired canceled by Fox. The Blacklist Redemption canceled by NBC. Um, also, Once Upon a Time got picked back up for on ABC, but like seventy five percent of the cast is leaving. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm so, sure that'll work out fine. Yeah. Uh, Flash cut to this time next year. Uh, Once upon a time, canceled by ABC. <laughs> that, uh, that totally worked when that happened with Scrubs. Yeah, man. Um, it's uh, hated that season. Yeah, I saw it didn't exist. It just, what, <laughs> was season? Man, I should go watch that. No, it's okay. You can skip it. <laughs> I watched it and I didn't hate it, but it would have been all right if it, it would have called been. Scrubs. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Even if they would have just attached like med school to it, like Scrubs Med School, like it was supposed to be. If that would have been to it, it wouldn't have been so bad. But yeah, like, yeah, when, thing. when you are just flat out calling it Scrubs Season 9, no, you shoot yourself on that one because of that rabid fan base, no. Um, but yeah, like Emma Swan, the lead, the lead actress for Once Upon a Time is leaving. Um, and like... The, girl, the lady who's playing Snow White's leaving, and the guy who's playing Prince Charming is leaving. The kid who's the main one of the main characters of like literally every storyline is leaving. Like, well, I mean, when when Judy Hopps leaves, there's just no point, really. Exactly. Uh, I forgot that she was Judy Hopps. <laughs> Never forget. I uh, wonder if she's going to do Zootropolis too. Electric Boogaloo. Is there going to be a Zootropolis too? Probably. Wouldn't surprise me. Or Zootopia? Stop calling it the British name. You're confusing me. <laughs> I like it though. I like Zootropolis <laughs> better. Also, I'm still not exactly sure why it was renamed over there. I don't. I have no idea. I'm sure there were reasons. But it's fun to call it Zootropolis. Like I have my kids calling it Zootropolis. Now. <laughs> uh. All right. So, you can, of course, get in contact with us, geekioshow, gmail.com, Twitter, Facebook, all of the above, all the social medias are at ge- slash geekioshow. You can give us a call, 727-489-4335. That is 727-489-GEEK. The show, uh, the note, uh, I should look at my show notes. Uh, the website, which has all of our show notes and more, is geek-io.net slash show. Of course, you can support this show and everything that we do on the Geekio Network. We're patreon.com slash geekio. Of course, you can get your shopping done at geek-io.net slash Amazon. A little bit comes back to us. Doesn't increase your prices at all. Indeed. And we have, and we have show title games. games. Yeah, we are you ready? Are you ready? Here they come. Here they come. Yeah. Murderous, Murderous Rampage. Spoilery title is spoilery. Agent Carla Grande. <laughs> Dale Cooper and Wolverine made a baby. So many white Russians. Future finger dinger. Handyman Mike. Pushing the Rebecca button. Because we're English. And buckets of blood. And here, let's just make... Yeah. Let's make him happy. 
Jesus, Daryl. Here you go, Daryl. Damn finger dinger. Future finger dinger. All right, guys. We will see you right back here next week with the finale of season four of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And we'll continue on with... uh, uh, We'll do probably a retrospective as well of season four and then some Better Call Saul and some American Gods. Come back here next week. Bye. Bye. This has been a Geek.io Media Network production. Copyright 2017.